Okay, so we are getting ready to start here, and I am going to invite my people in my um, in my, my private Beyond Black and White Google Hangouts. Mm, okay, for some reason, it's not coming up. Oh, hold on, let me see. Um, in my circles, friends, acquaintances. Okay, so I'll invite my friends. Come join me live. Open mic. Ask me your burning information. Okay. And now I'm going to share the link. I don't know why I'm telling you this. <laughs> you guys don't need to know all that. Um, I'm going to go to my Google Plus. Okay. Gotta tell my peeps. Okay. And I need to let my Facebook family know that I'm online. I'm signing in with Google Chrome and it's like, it has no, it has nothing of my like, history. So I have to start from scratch and put in all my passwords and everything. There's three people on. Okay, so a couple of announcements. Three people who are on right now. Hello, I see you. Hello. Um, so I just got back from Cancun, and it was so fun, you guys. If you, if you haven't seen the pictures that I posted on Facebook or um, the article that I posted today on the on the, the blog beyondblackwhite.com you guys are missing out on how fabulous the Caribbean ocean is the Caribbean Sea is like I could not believe that the 
sea could be that blue. I mean, like, yes, I live in California, but we got so much pollution and you know, so if it's we're we're all excited if the if this if the ocean is kind of blue, we're like, oh yes, yes, it's kind of blue, you know. Um, so maybe if like the ocean is this color, we're like all excited. But you guys, to be witness to seeing an ocean that's the same color as the sky, it's just amazing. It's absolutely totally amazing. But something interesting happened on uh, the vacation. And I got accosted by a very handsome Latino man. And I mentioned it, you know, I, I mean, I talked about this on the blog, so you guys can read the full story. But basically, what happened was I was um, in the lobby, which has the best internet access. And um, I had to be there because the internet service at this place was so bad, you guys. It was so bad. It was so spotty. Like we, we were paid for the worst internet access ever. Like, you know, if internet access is free and it's spotty, then you're like, you know, beggars can't be choosers. But then when you paying, <laughs> you paying for internet that only works, you know, one time on Sunday and twice on Tuesday, you know, you get a little, you, people get kind of pissed off. And so, you know, the internet in the hotel room just like didn't work at all. The best signal was um, in the lobby. And you guys like, I'm, I am crack addicted like, to my technology. Like, you know, I'm running this blog and running the forum and I want to see what y'all are doing. I want to see what you guys are up to, you know? So I just check in. So I was like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm at the beach. This is nice swimming with the fishes. Cause oh my God, there's like the fishes, the fish, not fishes. That's so ghetto fish, the fish that were in the ocean. I know I'm jumping around, but I just have to tell you guys real quick. Cause I forgot to mention this in the blog post. They literally are swimming right next to you. We saw sea turtles, like literally a couple yards away from us. We stick your little heads up in the water. They look up and they're like, what's up? <laughs> and then they go back down the water. <laughs> Me and my husband were like, did you see that? And we're like swimming, <laughs> trying to keep up with the sea turtle. Cause we never saw anything like that. Or maybe we, maybe they're there, but in the polluted California waters, you can't see them. But to see like sea turtles, like in Finding Nemo, like those were those kind of sea turtles. And so that was really cool. And then there were like see-through fish with little like blue trim around their tails. That was so and then there was a, a, a um, there was a, a, like an instance where there was a school of fish that were jumping out of the water, and everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Because it looked like splashing water, but it was the fish. They were like splashing out of the water, and um, I don't know who, who told me. I think it was who, like whoever was standing next to me said, "Oh, that's because something is is after them." And, ooh, I see somebody's online. Hello. Hello. 
I can't hear you. Um, okay, so the reason why I may not be able to hear you is if you have not enabled your sound, the phone always rings when I do this. It's like people know. Um, if you haven't enabled your sound, that might be, so check your settings up at the top, and um, if it says that your sound is enabled and you still can't hear, then log off and then come back on. And for some reason, some Google Voodoo magic, usually the second time, it works. Okay? So nod your head yes if you can hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> but I can't hear you, Tony Chow. But if you want to stay on without speaking to me, there is a group chat window right to your right. And you can ask me the question and talk to me in the chat. And I will hear you. You want to, so, so you, so the, is, the choice is up to you, honey. You decide. Okay, so anyway, back to the jumping fish. So we're in the Caribbean, and it's like, jumping fish. Wow, that's amazing. And I'm like, okay, that's nice, but I need to go see what the folks on Beyond Black and White are doing. <laughs> I, need to, I need to see what y'all up to. And so I'm, I go to the lobby because I told you the internet is, is terrible. And this was like when it was really bad. And, you know, so I'm going to internet, like, so I'm going to guest services. And I'm like, y'all made me pay almost $30 for internet service that does not work. And like I'm used to the United States that like if you're if you have a complaint and you know and you state the facts, they're like, Oh yes, we you know, we'll get right on it. And in fact we're gonna just refund what you paid and since we haven't been able to the, the, correct the problem, we'll just refund what you paid. Oh no. Oh no. They're like, Yeah, sorry, it doesn't work. You can Getting that line right over there with the hundred other people who are complaining about the internet. <laughs> and welcome to Mexico. And your ass shouldn't be on the internet anyway. Go drink a mojito and shut up. <laughs> but there was one day that I really needed to get on. So, like, I was in the lobby contemplating kidnapping the kingpin of the internet in Mexico. Because apparently there's, like, one guy who controls everything. And um, I was really upset. So this handsome Latino guy comes up to me, and he works there. And he's like, you know, hi, you know, how's your vacation going? I'm like, you know, everything is great except for the Internet service is so bad here. And he's like, yes. He's like, yes, yes. Everybody complains about the Internet. Like, it's not even a big deal. But, you know, basically, we have this collection of complaints. So if you want to write a complaint, you know, maybe – enough complaints will actually do something. And I'm just like, all right, whatever. So I, he says, come to me, come with me to my office. And he's like a, he's like the director of like tourism, like the tourists, it's like the excursions that happen that are coordinated with the hotel and um, with like outside contractors. Like, you know, if you want to go like hiking in the Mayan jungle and like, you know, zip, and stuff like that. He's in, he's in charge of that stuff. So I go to his office and um, I fill out, I'm filling out the little font form and he asks me his name. 
Um, no, he, I, I know his name. His name is Alonzo. He asked me my name. I tell him my name. I spell it for him. And I thought it had something to do with the complaint, but he was Googling me. And he says, what is beyond black and white? You know, and it's like Latino. And I was like, it's like you can't just say it's a blog. Because they look and they see the content, like they, they scan through the posts, and you they you kind of are like, okay, this is different. So I'm like, okay, it's a blog about black women involved in interracial relationships. Can we talk about how that doesn't work anymore? And so he's like, oh, this is interesting. And so he starts looking at me, his eyebrow raises, and he's like, I can't raise one eyebrow, so I'm going to just pretend. Is that good? <laughs> so he can raise one eyebrow. And I'm like, I don't have my wedding ring on. This was the ring that was not on. It's on now. And um, it wasn't on because I have this thing, like, the ring, it, um, when it's really moist and humid, and, and humid it, I get this rash. And so I just, I can't wear it. It hurts. It itches. So I took it off. We lock, lock it up in the safe. So this guy thinks I'm single. And he also knows what I do now. So he thinks I'm single, and he does not think I'm 41 years old, almost half a century old, like nine years from being half a century. I'm like, I'm just going to cry for a bit. <laughs> I'm nine years away from being half a century old. Ah, okay. All right. Moving on. He thinks I'm about 25 years old. And so I guess he thought <laughs> that he could just breathe his Latino onto me. He grabs me from the back. And he, he like, breathes in my ear and kisses me on my ear. And I'm sitting there frozen like, is this man really do? It was like, if you guys have ever seen, like, those cheesy um, Spanish novellas where the man is like, Come here, me more, and he's like grabbing the woman. It was like that. It was like something in like a cheesy romance novel. Never happened to me before, ever. I didn't know what to do. I mean, I'm uh, you know I'm 41 years old, and I'm completely just shocked into just not even being able to process. So the only thing I do is I run away. I run away and. And I was like, oh, I, I got to go now. And he's like, I'd be waiting for you, you know, when you come back. And it wasn't even weird for him. You know, this man, you know how hard it is to get a good job in Mexico? Like, and this man wasn't concerned at all that, oh, wait, I hear somebody. Sean. Oh. Sean, are you there? Hey, baby, I can see you. Now I can't see you. You're in the dark, and then you're in it. Okay, there you are. Can you hear me? Say something. Sean? Okay. Y'all need to figure out how this Google Hangout thing works. Really. I see you. Is it Chiaia? Okay, sorry. I was just trying to listen in. Oh, so you weren't trying to talk. You were just trying to listen in. Okay. So you, you did you hear the part where I was accosted by the Latino guy? And so I was just like, I didn't know what to do because I was like, what did I say to this man that he thought it was okay to grab me like that? 
And so that's why she's like, I'm shy. I don't want to. Okay. So Chiaya or whatever, I cannot pronounce your name, Xiao. But you can write in if you want to talk. Like you guys can talk and message me while I'm doing my monologue because I do have a couple of other things. Like, oh, Kia, Kia. All right, all right. I love that picture on your like your your avatar. You look pretty, girl. You talking and I can't hear nothing you're saying. Just shit. Write it. Did you take typing class in, in, in high school? Type it. Put your finger on the J and the F in the middle of the key. Okay, there you go. Oh, okay, yeah, that's you. All right, you look good, girl. Okay. So it got me thinking of the discussion because, you know, for all of you guys who are listening, the Beyond Black and White Forum is operating. It's not operating at full throttle only because I am paying somebody, you guys, $1,800 to get full functionality of the forum so that we can have a calendar, so that we can, you know, have our own personal profile, so we can, like, create this sort of mini city, because I want you guys to be able to not only just interact, but I want you guys to get to know each other. So I want people to be able to go on to profiles and see pictures if that person allows for that. Um, I want people to be able to, um, you know, create their own sort of mini communities in there. So um, I'm working towards that right now, and it's expensive, y'all. I'm so glad that I was given more than the thousand dollars I asked for because this job is going to be, you know at least $3,000 and then there's upkeep and there's all of the stuff so um, yes I'm super proud of that campaign too I was so shocked you guys that's when I knew you really loved me <laughs> I was like I just need a thousand dollars can you please thank you and you were like oh here 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 I was so I could not believe that, that that I mean I cannot believe that just made me just love you guys more which is why I cannot go on vacation without checking in <laughs> which led me to be accosted in a foreign country so but we were talking about I I, I wanted to spark the the conversation because I was like you know I kinda know I mean my first boyfriend was Mexican he was my first love and let me tell you like we're 16 and 17 years old but he was really good looking. And then on top of that, he was so different from the guys that I dated before because he was, he was so intense. Hello, another person I can't pronounce their name. Onomitiopia <laughs> is on. So, hello. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you, and I love that graphic. What is it? Looks like a butterfly black woman. I, I like that image because, yeah, it represents like a, a black fairy. It's like, yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> very, it's My name very is actually black. pronounced Ahmed. So you're the only person, so we've got like three women on, but you're the only person oh. who could talk to me. I don't know. Well, Sean could talk to me, but she's shy. She don't want to talk. And I don't know what's oh. going on with Kia. Like, 
And that Hi, and he keep trying to talk to me. <laughs> I'm like, I yeah. read lips, child. Be a way to turn the mute off. Yeah, so I don't know if, because uh, sometimes when people first try to join, you know, maybe their settings aren't right or their sound isn't, their microphone isn't en enabled. Okay, Kia? Kia? You there, baby? Kia? Can you say, say something? She's just sitting there. Okay, you stick. I can't hear you. <laughs> it's just it's not happening, honey. Okay, so so anyway, so it got me to to let me just finish up my thought, right? Because I always I, I have such a short attention span. Like I see, oh, somebody else pop up. One, I feel like I need to say hello and stop. But so anyway, so um, on the forum, and if you guys have not joined the forum, shame on you because we're trying to build that community, and y'all paid nearly seven thousand dollars for that thing, and we really need to. I mean, I'm really invested in making this work because we need this community. It is the only forum that exists on the internet anywhere that is dedicated to black women who are interested and or involved in interracial relationships. Black men have their forums where I don't even go because I hear that they spend most of their time trashing black women, so I don't even go there. But I know they exist. Everybody got has their own place. And we need to build our own. We need to build our own and protect our own and have these discussions. So the discussion was, you know, what was your experience dating Latino men? And so there were varying experiences, but one that was really interesting was um, a woman who said that her future husband did this on their job. Like what this man did to me, like grabbed me from the back and he's like, me amor, oh, let me take you to the Casbah. My name is, call me Zorro. I mean, she said that... <laughs> <laughs> she said he did that for like three years and she finally gave in and went out with him and they ended up getting married So because so, I thought that they just do this and they don't take you seriously like they're just looking they're just like looking to objectify you but then I hear this story of this woman whose who's husband did that to her for years you know, I would have been like, so you just think I'm just like a chocolate piece of ass, right? And then you're going to go marry Maria Consuelo Gonzalo. I ain't about to be your jump off before you marry Maria Consuelo Gonzalo mm -hmm. in the Catholic Church. And so that's what I was thinking because that's what I had heard. And that's why these discussions are so important because it helps to widen your perspective. So instead of me thinking... Okay, first of all, it was like totally douchey what he did, but not every Latino guy that does this is trying to be like, you know, exploitive of you sexually. So, yeah. I mean, like I said, my first boyfriend was Mexican. And one thing that I could say about the Latino men who have encountered is that they're extremely passionate and they make you feel like you're the only woman in the room and they just want to they just want to drink you in and and just 
like seduce you and it's 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 hot I mean it's hot but it's weird when you're married and it happens and you're like <laughs> for 10 minutes about internet service and you just thought it was okay to grab me like that that was a little weird so for the people who can hear me and speak butterfly fairy lady have you ever dated a Latino guy I have not. Oh, okay. Do you want to? <laughs> Do you want to? Let me go ahead and be. No, I'm not really drawn to to what I've experienced of Latino cultures. I mean, I know that every every country is different, um, but much of what I've been exposed to has been more the the stereotypical machismo. That's a big turnoff for me. The thing that I've appreciated about Latino cultures in general, like if I were to, to generalize, um, very tight knit families, a lot of family support, a lot of like through thick and thin, like that level of loyalty. Mm -hmm. Hello, new That's one thing that well, I. Daniel I, is I, partly I, Hispanic, so he can he can chime in too. Um, All okay. right. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that that tight knit family structure, I appreciate that. Yeah, they're very much into family, and it's funny the woman on the forum who said that this man who chased her and grabbed her and like breathed her, his Latino on her for for three years until the magic worked. Um, she says that you know she's now a stay at home mom. They're very traditional. Um, you know, they the man leads the family, and you know that's how it is. And one thing that I did see when I was in Mexico, like even in the poor areas, the men were the ones out hustling on the streets. The ones that were like on the, you know how like when you go somewhere and there's like um, like day workers on the corner, yes, looking for jobs. Like you, I did not see a single woman out there. Like, they don't have their women, because, yes, I've dated Hispanic men, and I agree, they are very passionate. They're very passionate, but on the other side of that is that they're, they can be possessive and um, a little bit too macho for the modern woman. Mm. And, um, I mean, being in California, now, uh, Kia said that she... She's in. She grew up in California, and she dated. So, Kia, did you have a serious boyfriend when you were in California? And Daniel, I want to get you talking on this because um, I know that you are Hispanic, and well, you're Hispanic Latino. Your dad is from Panama, and your mom is white, right? Yes. So, Daniel, do you grab women? And breathe your Latino on them, and hope that they melt. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> that no, I, that I don't. <laughs> I, no, I don't even try that. <laughs> so, and you said that the whole "I invented tacos" did not work well for you. Well, actually, the first one, the first time it did. The second time, it, the first one was two, two, two women. The second time was a whole group, like four of them. It worked, just not. It just didn't go how I planned. But the first time, it did really work. Okay, so to give you guys some background, we, um, I think it was our first or second broadcast where we had a guy. Um, I had my my friend Nikki McElroy and um, a guy. 
forget his name right off the bat, but if you guys go through the archives, you can see him. And he was giving tips on how to approach black women, and he just said, you know what, just, you know, go to a group of girls and say, I invented tacos, or just something crazy, like, you know. That's what I did. I just went up to him and say, hi, ladies, my name is Daniel, and I invented tacos. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly how he was saying to do it, and because it just takes people off guard, and you're like, okay, this guy is funny. And like nine times out of ten, if you have a good sense of humor, um, a girl will want to talk to you. Like if you're decent looking, she'll talk to you. Like my husband was hilarious, which is how he got me, because I was he was just so funny, and I just was like, I got to meet this guy because he's hilarious. And he was able to make me laugh just in chat because we didn't. This was back in 1999. We didn't have technology and everything. Oh, wait, wait. You're on two things. So, Kia? Kaya. Kaya. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Well, how did you get it to work? Um, I don't know. I just tried it. I put the app on my phone instead on my computer. My laptop is acting crazy. So, well, this well, Kaya, thank you. And then there I also see T. You're in the shadow. It's Who's T? He's like in the shadow. Oh, hey, it's Jeff. Oh, hey. Hi. Jeff and Bella. Oh, hey, how you doing? I can, like, barely see you. It's dark in there. It's dark in here. <laughs> okay, so... Kaya, you want to tell yes. us about your experience living in California, dating Latin um, women? Yeah, I my best friend was Spanish and Samoan, so I grew up, but and then I had another one that was black and Spanish, and so that's kind of how I grew up. That was my best friends, and so, you know, it started out just friends, and as we grew up, her brother grew up too. And then he had a crush on me. He was like a year or two younger than me. And my high school was diverse. So I kind of dated him. And then I ended up dating a guy that was Japanese and German. And I was too scared to continue it. I just couldn't imagine showing up this black girl at this doorstep. And all I knew about Japanese people, they didn't like black people. And I'm thinking German and I'm thinking Holocaust. And I was like, I'm not going over there. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a great kisser, and I wish I had more courage. But Wait, I have to I interject a moment. He he was mixed, but you were afraid of his parents being prejudiced against you, even though they yeah. dated each other. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I get it. This is why we have these conversations, because we all have these sort of misconceptions, because I had the same assumption about Asian people, too. I was like, they don't like black chicks. I don't even know if I should even write about them, because when I was doing my research for Swirling, I was like, should I even mention? I'm like, I don't want to be throwing black women on Asian men, and like they're not checking for them. But, the, oh, my God, they do. You, you they are. You cannot categorize. And so now you know, you know, Maybe the next German Japanese guy you meet, you'll be like, okay, I think maybe we're gonna try to work. We gonna start working. Oh, definitely. I just left Germany, so I'm excited. You did? Yes. I I went to a international business school over the summer and kind of 
made my way around Europe. Um, the guys in Spain were much more aggressive, but you just said that. Um, yeah. They were even running into poles, but I just couldn't <laughs> speak the language. <laughs> See, every but, black woman should go to Europe and be like the center of. I want to go somewhere. I wish I was with my so girlfriend. They ran into a pole. Yes. Yes, I wish I had girls with me because we would have took Europe by storm. <laughs> okay. Daniel has a question, and since tonight is all is open mic, and I have been monopolizing the conversation as usual because I am a chatterbox. Um, I am going to defer to to you guys for a little bit because I want us to um I want to be able to get to your so Daniel, you have the floor. What's your question? Um. Okay, here it is. Tonight I'm going to a, a public birthday party. My friend Gus is a rapper, locally known here in New Orleans, Louisiana. I'm afraid that, well, I'm sorry, not, not really afraid. I'm just, the possibility I might be the only white guy at that party. I want to try to have fun, still have fun every time, even like a woman there. What should I do besides be myself? <laughs> if somebody says to you, you realize you're the only white guy there, you'll just be like, what? What? I'm white? No! <laughs> Make light of I'm it. I'm just going to say the truth. I'm just going to say, I know a guy from college. I've known him since 2012. He's the first friend I ever, he's no, one of the first no, people I've ever been friends no, with. No. You, you don't have to justify why right. you are there. Ladies, do you guys agree with me? I agree. I agree. You could yeah. say Creole, though. Yeah, yeah you could <laughs> say, no. Wait, no, 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 we are going to open mind. There's, here's the thing. Instead of coming in there and giving off the body language that you're feeling insecure, that you're the only white guy there, you go in there and use it as an opportunity to be like, hey, I'm the only white guy here. Okay. And then here's what happens. You talk to a couple, you know, cute black girls, buy them a drink, and the black girls are going to be like, oh, he likes black chicks. And the next thing you know, they'll be like, whoa. <laughs> That's what you I'm... And, okay, and thank you. Just be comfortable with who you are. Do not try to, you know, feel like you have to sort of urbanize yourself. Right. Please don't. Yes, because that's a turnoff. So don't try to or do anything, you know. And what I would recommend, too, is to not get too inebriated. Maybe one drink just to kind of give you a little courage and loosen up a little bit. But don't get don't get two sheets to the wind ship-faced. That's not a situation. You want to be in control of your faculties when you're in a situation like this because you need to come up as confident. And that's sexy. And nobody there if they know that you're comfortable. I mean, there's been many situations where I've been the only black person in the room and I just don't care. Okay. It doesn't affect me in any way. Like, so. You know, I'm a person, and I'm fabulous. <laughs> and I use that as an opportunity. I'm like, I'm the only black chick in the room, and I'm fabulous. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll use that. 
that's how you have to, to, to take it. So that's my recommendation to you. Do you guys have any other comments? Yeah, and you, you want to add to Daniel? Have fun, have fun with it. Yes. Yeah, that's my whole purpose of going there. I mean, I I support him. I even helped him spread spread the word of his music, and yeah, we know each other. All right. So, and that's and like I said, you don't have to justify um, your being there. And all you have to do is one or two women who are open to speaking to you and have a conversation. Don't monopolize their time. Like, don't just stand there the whole time and you know monopolize their time. Mingle. Make sure you talk to to different people. You know, like I have a drink in your hand. And, um, you know, if somebody looks over to you, cheers them. Just, like, hold your drink in the air and go cheers. Okay. So that's, okay. That is so smooth. Like, women, okay. they're like, oh, he's got, he's, like, the most interesting man in the world. He's, you know, the, <laughs> those commercials, the most interesting man in the world. That's I'm afraid of that. He would do. Be <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he would just tip his drink and be like, cheers. And, and then you just say that to everybody and you talk to everybody and eventually people will see that you're open, you're comfortable with yourself and black people are really forgiving. If you're comfortable, if they know that you're comfortable with them, they will be comfortable with you. Okay. That actually right. explains a lot. Thanks. You know what helps me a lot is... In times like this, I listen. I listen to my meditation music just to calm my mind and just. I like gin and tonic. That helps me. That's that's like something like that too. Yeah, I listen to a lot of Native American chants, a lot and other non-English uh, songs. I we don't understand what they're saying, but I just listen to it and just eases my mind. Down. That's what my yoga does for me. Okay. So let's move on. Do you guys have any questions for me? Because if you don't, there was one on the Facebook fan page that I wanted to, to read. Uh, I, I do want to interject one thing about what you just uh, said, Daniel. Yes. Here, okay, you said uh, you were talking about uh, how you listen to this meditation music and Native American. One complaint that I have, I'll go to parties or I'll go to, you know, wherever a bunch of people are hanging out. And it's the dudes listening to, like, really whack music, like Lil Wayne, or <laughs> who are just really bummy and materialistic, who are the boldest, like, they'll walk up to every woman in the place. Meanwhile, I'm wanting the guys like you, who do yoga and meditation, to walk up to me, and you never do. So, I am charging you. <laughs> <laughs> with That's a really good point. Bummy dudes, like just get out there, just, just think in terms of numbers and be willing to talk to everybody. I am like that, but I have ADHD, and I sometimes need to not be too turned up. I need to really get keep composure sometimes. Gotcha. Well, I mean, but you're, but in your heart, and you come off. You know, everybody can see you. You always participate. You come off as just the sweetest guy. Um, your your heart is just so sweet. So you know, just keep doing what you're doing, and um, you have that confidence to to approach. And if you're a gentleman and you're polite, have that 
Huh? Like I said, just mix and mingle, talk to people, cheers them, and just just go there not with the aim of trying to walk away with some numbers, but just go there with the aim of having a good time and let that be exactly. your goal. Yeah. Is to have yes. and that that's it. And then that takes a lot of pressure off of yourself and you have to ask yourself, Am I having fun right now? Okay, so if this situation is right, let me change things up, let me let me reframe you know, my thinking so that I can enjoy this. And the way that you can enjoy it is by not putting so much pressure on yourself. And to just enjoy your friend and the event. And if something happens, it could be a goal that you talk to at least, you know, 10 people while they're there and, you know, practice this. And this is something that both men and women need to, to, to learn how to do is to mingle. When you go to a party, it's considered bad form to just sort of glom onto one person and monopolize their time. Yes. Um, it, it at a party, you know, give yourself a, you know five minutes, no longer than that. Five minutes is a long time to talk to somebody, mm -hmm. and. So give yourself five minutes and you know talk about them. And here's the thing: don't talk a lot about yourself. Um, ask them questions about them. People like you more when you let them talk about themselves and that you're interested and here's the thing ask their name and when you um, when when you when they tell you their name remember it and say it to them say oh your name is Lisa well Lisa I'm just having such a great time and you know I really I, I see that you like blah 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 I, I like that too let me tell you something let me ask you something Lisa what did you you know what, what what's your passion what, so basically you're showing her in the moment that she's important to you and what she's thinking <coughs> and so that goes for the women as well so like when you guys are at a party mingle like don't just stick with one person be a butterfly and kind of go to different places but make a conscious effort because I'm really bad with names so you have to make a effort to remember the person's name say it back to them at least twice okay. you know look them in the eye and focus on asking them questions and if you it, here's the thing here's the trick if you're shy like Sean is shy Sean is shy so if you're shy when you ask people to talk about themselves they talk and you don't have to talk <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! That's so well nice. Well Drinking yes, well okay, that's another thing. <laughs> I was about to go out and just keep like a game face on, but now I'm just gonna go up there, enter the place just with a smile on my face. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad. So I want to just give a shout out to the people who joined. Okay, so we got Jeff. We got Chuck. Chuck, can you can you hear me? He might be able to hear me. Can you? Your mic's muted. Chuck, is your mic muted? All right. Well, Chuck, if you can hear me, um, you can chat. You can you can talk to me chat on the side. So just like say hi, give us a shout out, let us know you can hear, because right now we. We can't hear you, honey chap. We can't hear you. All right, so I'm going to go to the question that was on the Facebook page. And this was by Jessica Dangqua. Um, she says, I have a question. I just started talking to this guy, and he recently got divorced. 
And so he's new into the dating scene, and I am also. We are going on our first date next week. Just wondering what to expect on the first date and and what to avoid. Um, I think she meant how to avoid disaster. Okay. So this is a special case. Because I don't really recommend women expecting much from men who are recently divorced. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. He's <laughs> Wait, what is he looking? What's the thing? No. Oh, he's <laughs> Do you guys see Chuck's picture? <laughs> Look what he's holding. <laughs> what is that he's holding? <laughs> is that Kanye West? I think it's Essence. <laughs> okay, so let's see. Okay, so we got Michelle and Destiny. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and finish my my monologue and, and advice to to this young girl. I don't I don't I don't recommend that you expect much from a man or a woman who who is recently divorced because well how how recent is recent she didn't say oh. I'm thinking recently divorced is anywhere between six months and a year mm. anywhere you know I feel that's still recent until you're like a year out mm. and usually there's two types of divorced people the person who did not want to get divorced, and they're so bitter and sad and still in love that you know they'll they may go out on dates and they may have like angry revenge sex, like my wife she you know just like she's he's like banging you but you know <laughs> he's really still thinking about you know his his wife and everything he's lost and he's like pissed off because he has to like pay all this alimony and child support and he's just like his family's gone and he's bitter and we as women we want to just kiss it and make it all better hi Jimbo we we as women we're so nurturing and we're like if I just love him through this oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> he will he will reward me by you know being in the relationship with me and I think that that's wrong thinking. I think that um, if a person who's just recently divorced and they're still very troubled about that divorce, then you can't, it's not your job to nurture them through it. I don't think you should. And I don't want you to waste a year, two years of your life, you know, nurturing a bitter person in hopes that there will be some payoff. So um, I'm not saying don't date them, like, date them and have fun, but. Don't go into the situation thinking that you're going to be wife number two. Just go in there and just little to no expectations. And if you're the type of woman who gets really attached, don't sleep with him. Don't meet his kids. Just keep it. So the second type of divorce, divorce person, I'm talking about like recently divorced, between six and six months to a year. I have been married for 10 years. They were a virgin when they got married. And they about to go fuck. Wow. They're on Rats. Tinder. They're flipping through. They're just enjoying being single and free. And they're, you know, they're just like not even thinking, mm -hmm. you know, I'm ready for a relationship. 
So these are the two type of people that um, I feel like most divorced people, that the mind frame they're in, you know, six months to a year out of a divorce. So um, she has a date, and I say go out on the date, but don't go in with a lot of expectations. And understand that if he spends the, the majority of the time talking about his divorce and his previous relationship, He's telling you he's not ready. Like, you know, he's still being like, oh, that's why I'm such a bitch. Girl, let me see the kid. She said I molested them. You know, you need to just back away slowly. I, I just, I cannot stress it enough. Just back away slowly and, you know, enjoy the dinner and the movie and just kind of move, move on. Well, you don't, you don't want to be that rebound girl either, you know. Yeah. You know, maybe. Yeah. So it says, was there dating and marriage? It said it's worse than marriage because you're you're quitting, you're, you're leaving a long-term relationship, and and you want to, you know, naturally they want to try and get somebody just to fill that need, so to speak, until yeah. they feel better. Pain go away for a little bit, and um, I don't think you should allow yourself to be used that way. Um, and Sean says, I wouldn't. Emotions are still very raw. A recent divorce, most most likely, they are still fighting and still. Trying to sever ties, yeah. So it's just not, you know, it's all the way around. It's not a good, not a good idea. Okay, thanks. Cause I'm not there yet. I'm I'm a college boy and I'm not there yet. So that's good to know. That way I'm over <laughs> yes. the kid. Yes. Well, if, if, you you kid. <laughs> if you encounter the baby, <laughs> you said I just filed for divorce yesterday. My husband, you're really cute though, Daniel. Let's go out. Just run, just run, run far yeah, away. I'm, I'm run, I'm run. I'm like, no, I'll be friends with you, but no. Yeah. Um, it's like, don't take you. So, anybody else have questions for me? Oh, hey, Chrislyn. All the I have is uh, I've seen a lot lately on the on the uh, on the on the. Uh oh, he froze up. Uh huh. A couple times I've shown you seen <laughs> about the um, how white guys don't approach. Yes. How you know they, they and I try to explain the difference between a white male perspective than 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 what they're used to. Right. You know, and right. some some of them don't get it. They think, well, we're, we're a bunch of wimps, or or I can think of another word, but I'm not going to be offensive to the ladies here. So, right. <laughs> but you you get uh, the you get the gist. Right, yeah, and so and 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 so yeah, I want to I want I want to take up for these, um, for the complaints. I know what you're talking about because like women on the blog are just like, well, if he likes me, then he should just you know say something. Gonad. <laughs> yes. And, and something. And here's the thing that uh, you guys need to understand. I've been married 13 years, and I've known my husband. We met in 1999. My husband would have never, like if we were at a club or even, you know, unless we worked together and very close where it was like repetitively or we lived on the same street or just had an opportunity to repetitively see each other, he would have never. Talk to each other? <laughs> yeah, he would have never just up to me and just been like, not even just say, hey, baby, but he just would never even just come up and be like, oh, hello, my name is 
Mike, and you know, I, I find you very attractive. Then would you like to go out He would have never done that. No. Never. I mean, that's not the way we're raised. We're not raised okay. like that. We're, we're raised. They're not socialized. They're socialized to be respectful and respectful. very. Yes. Respectful. Yeah, very, and very, you know, uh, yeah, well, respectful and also very. Uh, okay. Jimbo? Yeah, no, I was saying no. I started talking. I thought, she was okay. and anyway, no, the uh, you know, and also to be very, you know, chivalrous and you know, open the doors and you know, the the things that basically uh, they think they're taking. I still, I just, I, I tell the story all the time. When I was first dating my wife, I would open the door for her and everything else. Now it's it's like it's like almost like twenty years later. Now it's like she stands at the door and waits for me to come and open it for her. <laughs> Well, I, mean, I teach my son. I teach he's nine years old, and he he opens doors for me. And you know, it's a socialization thing. And you know, and here's a lot of times like sometimes they are coming up on to you. Like we think. I mean, for the longest time, like when especially when I was in my teen years and early twenties, like I'd be like, why is this white guy talking to me for like ten minutes? I mean, he wouldn't be like, oh, you know. Hey, you know, I'm trying to hook up with you, but he'd be like, "So, how about those Dodgers?" I would be like, "Oh, he's just really nice. He's just, you know, making conversation. He's nice. Never thought, and that really actually is—he's trying to work his way to, you know, get, getting to enough." To where he perceives that I'm comfortable enough with him that it's okay for him to ask for my number. So basically, what is happening is when those overtures and those conversations about meaningless, inane things is oftentimes a guy's attempt to make you comfortable enough for him to make that move. And so that's why we talk about um, encouraging, smiling, saying it's okay to talk to me because we're sort of meeting halfway. So it's not like you're trying to be assertive, but you're just trying to, you know, having that understanding that this is a cultural thing, you know. It's just that is the way it is. Like <clears throat> Asian men are the same way. Like they're even worse. A lot of times it's like, okay, how'd you meet your girlfriend? Usually Asian guy. Oh, we met through friends, friend of the friend, a friend of a friend. Because they don't they're not going out like you know, hitting girls up at the street corner. What's the last time you saw an Asian guy at the street corner talking about, hey baby? Hey, <laughs> hey mommy. They ain't doing that. Uh, that that remind you remind me of that that vlog that was <laughs> a ten hour walk. I used to be like the, the, um, and Jeff, Jeff, yes, I need to get you on because you you've written blogs about this. I have oh, on and on. Are if you that Jeff from the blog? Earth, Jeff. This oh, Earth. Oh. Oh. this. And my and my Bella's right here with me. This is <laughs> Hi, Bella. Hi. 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 H
Congratulations on your future number. Really excited to you guys. I'm glad we got you all on the phone right now. We are going to Las Vegas. We're going to have our first, like, official Beyond Black and White party around their wedding in Las Vegas. It's going to be fun. That's great. I have a follow-up question for Jimbo of what he just said. Okay, well, wait wait a second, Daniel, because I want Jeff to, to touch on really quick. Um, because you've written, you you you're in the blog in the comments trying to explain this. And, yeah. Um, we we do approach different. It just is. I mean, I I describe you know we dip a toe in the water, engage the reaction, and go up to our ankle, engage the reaction. It's not. <laughs> it gets over. It gets over our head. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it, it it seems like. Black men tend to just do that that overt holler out and just go in full force, but I in, in in general white guys don't do that. We just don't. Right. And it's not like you're being wimpy, it's just I it's it's the chivalry thing. It's like I need to make this woman feel comfortable. Right. right. Oh, I would just make her why is it why is that why isn't that like that in, in the in the black community? I don't get how you know how they got so far away from being because that I'm sure back in the, back in the time there was a time when they were. Well, they would. They always were assertive in approaching, but it was never like, yeah. "Hey, shorty, hey," it, you know, back in the forties, fifties. Yeah. I forgot what they call them. Like they they wore their hair all slicked back in the process, and they mm -hmm. wore suits and they hung out at the corner. Like there were there were always guys like that. But back in the day, you you met young black women through church or through, mm -hmm. you know, friends of friends, and you had to be respectful. Or dances or, or social gatherings of some type. Yeah. So you can just be like, hey, shorty, but, you know, it's like, this is my aunt. You're introducing me, and you're calling me a shorty. It would just would not work that way. So there were, I mean, there's there's mores that I feel like have broken down since um, the black family has sort of broken down. So you have not you have a lot of young men with a lot of testosterone who think that being masculine and a lot of a lot of yeah and that think that being yeah, masculine of, means like you know uh, getting a woman's attention by being like sexually you know overt as opposed to approaching as a gentleman nowadays if you approach as a gentleman you know you're made fun of sometimes. You're called a stamp. I'm a victim of that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I just can't ever imagine like having a woman walk by and go, "Damn, baby!" Doesn't <laughs> <laughs> mean we don't think it, girls. Now, don't 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 get us wrong. Yeah, like, we, we, we don't mean we don't think it. We think about it all uh, like that at all times. <laughs> yeah, right. We just don't overly say it. We just we'll think it. Damn, she got a nice butt. Well, I'm not gonna say it to her, you know. Right. Right. <laughs> You think it? I mean, so it's not like it's not like you know white men aren't thinking all these you know lascivious things. They think them. They just don't say them because if you say that to a white chick, she'll straight slap you. In the <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a hint. 
if you approach a woman, like, you see in those, like, movies from the, the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, where if a guy comes at, to, you know, if a white guy steps to a woman like that, she throws a drink in his face. Or she slaps him. <laughs> just like Grace. Yeah, it's just, it, it is not socially acceptable. And I try to explain this to the women on the board because they just like, no, no, no. Like, it's just they don't... Sorry. You, you want you want people to understand your culture and your background and your socialization. You have to do the same, mm -hmm. and we have to meet each other in the middle because that's why this forum even exists. It's about meeting each other in the middle and respect being respectful of each other's backgrounds and trying to find each other and find love despite all of those differences. Well. I have a follow-up question for Jembo and Jeff about those uh, <laughs> experience. This is no lie. I was in high school, and this um, this black girl, she she was always just she was always angry all the time. And then I know she did not like me. Then all of a sudden, one day, she comes on to me, and I get freaked out. I'm like, "Are you okay? Are you sick?" <laughs> I didn't really say no, that. I didn't say that. No, but that... I'm like, okay, she, she, my guys, something's wrong with Daryl. She, she's <laughs> up. She, something's wrong with Dan. Oh, he was dead. Okay, okay like, so oh. I, will let, I, I will let Jeff and, and Jimbo chime in, but this sounds like some elementary school because, like, the boys who were the meanest to you. In, in like early grade school be the ones that were like pining for you and in love with you and you're like but you you put gum in my hair and you called me ugly and you just would follow me around and they're the ones that were like oh my god you, know, you find out 10 years later you know they were in love with you but so, she comes up to me and I'm like I'm getting creeped yeah, out the little actions that you that, that those little things you do Crystalline that just that's a, a boy's way of saying, ooh, I really like you. Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you guys know I'm a teacher. I see that stuff all the time. I mean, you know, when, when you go up and kind of do those mean things, it's, it's really attention-getting. Yeah. And now that I have a son, and I actually see it play out with my daughters, like, not that he's, like, trying to get in, in, interested, but they, he is trying to get their attention. Like, he'll do something... You know, he'll just, like, come up to the five-year-old and just, like, take, the you know, his, the sleeve of his shirt and he'll put his arm in it and he'll, like, swing the, the sleeve across her hair to make her hair go flying. <laughs> get her, you know, just to get some attention. <laughs> That's a teaser, huh? That's yeah. teasing. Yeah, this girl did that to me, too. It was... <laughs> <laughs> it was... After PE class, this girl puts on my pan. I'm like, what are you doing? Was, I'm not, it's, it was so funny. Oh, she liked you. See, she wasn't going to come up to you and say, damn, you fine either. So, you know. <laughs> I mean, and she might have felt like, and here's another thing too, um, Daniel, that you, you, we all fear rejection. Okay. And so a lot of times we lash out before someone has an opportunity to do it to us. Hi, Chris. 
Hey, boys. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about why folks, why, like, grade school crushes and how people who act mean to you actually might really like you. And well, that's, that's what happened to Dan. Now I understand, but the way these, this woman who was always troublesome all of a sudden comes on to me, <laughs> and I know she's, I know she's mess, just messing around because she's never like that. Oh no, she wasn't messing around. She was probably she probably she's trying to get your attention, trying to be mean, but she needs to come off as she doesn't like you because she doesn't want to be made fun of okay. or seen as being like lovesick. And you know, I think we're just human beings, we don't we don't nobody wants to be rejected. Right? Oh, yeah, no. Well, sometimes what we do is we say, well, I'm going to reject you before you have a chance to do it to me. I'm going to before I take that. You know, that's what I think, a lot of it. Well, I didn't know. That's a, well, that's a, that's a, generally speaking, that's a male type of, of attitude where, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna reject you before you reject me. <laughs> you know, that's why I get away. You know? also, it's also a defense mechanism. I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's just exclusive to males, obviously, because Daniel's this girl. No, it's definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I love that hat. You look so rakish in that hat. Look at you. Well, if I had a choice to go back in time, if I if I knew better, I would I would approach it better. Just well, the way she did, I was just kind of freak creeped out because she was never like that to me. So the next she time was... she said somebody says really something not nice to you and they keep needling you. Just grab them and kiss them hard on the mouth. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, no, don't no, do that. She's no, trying to get you killed. Grab them behind. Reach the Latino don't on them and kiss them on the side. <laughs> I'm just playing, Daniel. You go catch a case. You cut. Kidding? Don't do that. Um, uh, I didn't even hear what you said. You kind of went out for a second. Oh, good. You didn't hey, don't repeat. Do don't not repeat. Do that. that was bad advice. Yeah. I, I, I like to. I, I, I stand behind ninety-nine point nine 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 and a half of the advice that I give. That was not advice. Well, half percent, you don't count. <laughs> I love your 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 advice. I remember, like all the stuff I post about you on the on the group. It's true. You really helped me out a lot. Aw. That makes me so happy. That's I have why, the best job in the world. I really That is why I, I when when you lost your your page, I'm like, okay, if no one's gonna help, I will. That's why I made that petition. I personally was I was gonna study on that night and I did and I'm like, okay, she needs help. I'm gonna help her. And we got That's over we have one. So, we, so we chivalrous, have, ain't it? Ain't that the, the truth? The so chivalrous. There's a chivalry out. There it goes. Yeah, and, and so many black women are taught that we're not supposed to cry. We're not supposed to show weakness. We're supposed to be strong. Strong. Yeah. A strong black woman. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, in that moment, I wasn't strong, but I felt like the people who really cared about me were strong for me. They wanted to pick up where I faltered. And well, you helped me, so that's why I, I repay you by helping you get your page back. And as a result, we got over 100 signatures in over one night. And still, yeah. it's still signs to this day. 
Yeah, unfortunately, Facebook doesn't care, but we've moved I know, on. Yeah, I know. We tried. Yeah. So, okay, so guys, I have like 15 minutes. So, if you guys have another question, I haven't heard anything from the. Well, I have a little bit from the. Actually, but. yeah, I go lots of ways to the lots of the party, guys. Thank you for the advice. Okay, bye. 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 Let us know how it goes. I will. I will let y'all know. Okay. Let's do the two. Yes. I'll remember everything. I'll do the right thing. Just look. Bye. Bye. I love him. If I ever meet him, I'm gonna give him the biggest hug. I love him. He's like a teddy bear. He's so sweet. Oh, hey, Chris, I got a question for you. Okay. I miss I missed you in New York. I. <laughs> well, yeah. I was supposed uh -huh. to be in New York today. I was supposed to be in New uh -huh. York today, and um, the trip got rescheduled because the holidays in New York, as you guys can imagine, the hotels mm -hmm. are so expensive, <laughs> and they're not as accommodating to, you know, meeting people. Because a lot of times when I go to New York, I'm able to get the media rates at these really like nice top shelf hotels because I'm a, you know, I'm a news person, you know, I, I'm, you know, I'm press, so, um, back on somebody, okay, okay, so, yeah, so, um, we have rescheduled until January, uh, in the bitter winter, I'm so excited to go to New York in January, I can't even tell you. I need to make it sunshine. It's not fair. I need to. I need you. Y'all get all the snow. Well, you like snow? Is that what you're trying to say? You, you go 100 miles up to the, to the west. You go in the mountains. You kidding me? I like. I like snow when it's, like, when it's this, I'm, when I'm inside. I don't have to get out. And okay, I got to stop for a second because Lasha Lane is on. I love her. Lasha. Hey guys. Hi. Hey. You can't hear you. I because you're out somewhere, right? Yeah, I'm actually just waiting to go out. We have um, an event around eleven o'clock, and I'm in LA at seven thirty. Well, eight thirty. Like trying to figure out what to do, so I just figured I'd pull over and and try and join. Aw, that's cool. Thank you. This is the first time you joined. It's kind of cool, yeah. huh? It's like it is. Um, I've been you watching for a minute. It, but. I have bunny slippers on. I just have a shirt on and nothing else. <laughs> TMI. TMI. You know, you gave way too many people videos. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, um, but yeah, so. Yeah. You're not nice there, Chris. So nice. <laughs> you, you, told, you told us that baby. Still Fantasy Friday. Yeah, y'all really Friday. thought I was going to do that. No. <laughs> the Cancun pictures, Crystalline? The <laughs> yeah, the Cancun yeah. pictures were probably, uh, uh, yeah, that's as far as I go. <laughs> as far as I go. And see, it's, 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 it's uh, in context. I try to stay in context when I show skin. Anyway, that's a, another subject for another day. So, the, it, uh, 
I got a little bit more time. You guys have questions for me? Crystal, I have a question. Okay. Um, on the subject that you said about, uh, because I'm, I'm new to this swing thing, I probably dated. Swing? Did you say swing? Swat. I mean, I mean, oh, no, 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 not swing. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Wrong feedback. No, 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 yeah, no. Oh my gosh. Oh my God. I Okay. Okay. No. So how do we get oh these <laughs> men to approach us? Because I am old fashioned. I've been married most of my life, newly divorced, and I don't approach men. And so and I'm in Kansas. Mm -hmm. so these men are looking at me, and I don't have a clue. They just stare, and I'm going, uh -huh. okay. Okay. just being friendly. Okay. Matthew Hussey. Because, so now you know that that's partly what we're talking about, socialization. They mm -hmm. look at you. They're thinking all these things, but... They're sometimes just reserved, so they're not going to just come up to you. And um, usually, they don't gain enough courage to come up to you until they're like drunk at a bar and a white kid a drink in their face. <laughs> um, but what I what I tell people to do is, I I I really like Matthew Hussey. Get the guy. He has a series. He's got a his, his book is best selling. And I keep looking on my my shelf here because I thought I had um, a copy that I could show you guys. But anyway, the, the the book is called Get the Guy, and I really recommend that you guys um, get, the, get that. Yeah, get the book so you can get the guy because he is really good advice on how you can. Show your interest without uh, taking the lead. See, get the guy, Matthew Hussey. Yes, um, get the okay. guy. And Sean, Sean, have you have you read his book? Do you have his book? I know his last name is so hilarious. I know. So you guys, but, and then you guys can also just Google or, or go to my YouTube channel. We've done a few videos together where we talk about different things because I personally, I'm old-fashioned too, and I believe um, that when you show yourself to be the aggressor in the relationship and it actually works out and he's like, okay, I'll go... He's gonna constantly just be going along with what you do. He, you, he's never that, that that those roles often don't change. Yeah. So I don't want to be like I'm. I don't want to be in a relationship where I have that mas where I have the masculine energy. Right. And he has the female energy. For some women, they, that works for them. And for women who have that masculine energy, they can go up and talk to, to people and, 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 and approach men all day long because they want to be in the front, they want to be in the front driver's seat. Women, I think the majority of women want the guy to take the lead. You have to, it's like back in the old days, it's like you know how you, the, the, the art of the uh, of the woman was to convince a man of something and be so good that you 
that you make it make make him think that it was his idea. His idea, correct. You know that, and that is it. Seriously, that's what Matthew Hussey's book is all about, and what the reviews are about. Okay. So that you can Crystalline. Like, can I give a quick answer to her question there? Yeah. The easiest thing or thing I think that would be a start, eye contact, and I know you talk about that all the time, Crystalline. Eye contact and a smile. Yeah, eye contact and a smile. But and, but mm -hmm. if you want to actually, I do that. Yeah. See, but see, that's the I'm, thing. That's, yeah, that's not the issue. I always smile and everything. It's just getting them to go past that, and they'll start yes. up a little conversation, and and it'll end. I guess it's the part that I don't necessarily have 50 encounters. You know, it's not a persistent. So if it's I see you once or twice or we're in the store and then you go and then that's it. Okay, I got one thing you can try right now. You have the advice that I think is brilliant. You guys okay. listen to this. You're in a situation, you guys have got, you're giving eye contact smiling at you, you're giving eye contact. Here's what you do. You know, you look at him and you're like, he's going to walk over. And you say, mm. I just wanted to say hi. Never thought about that one. See, I'll, <laughs> see, I'll probably have a heart attack to do that. <laughs> Wait, do what exactly? I missed something. I just wanted to say hi. <laughs> and then he says hi. I would have a heart attack. <laughs> Wait, wave, wave I, I would so do that. I would so do that. And then it's like if he says hi and he keeps it moving, whatever. But you just said I just wanted to say hi. Not I just wanted your number. I just wanted to mother your eight kids. I just want to know what your last name is to see if it's my first name. It's say hi. And then you back your head. Show your neck. You want to say hi? <laughs> Who can resist that? I would. I would just, on general principle, I would give out my number just on general principle because that's brilliant. So, how would that work for the introverted? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, okay, so, and, and, and because I'm in social media, there's a lot of you that I, that I talk to and that y'all are real good on expressing your feelings online and in communities, and it's going to take you a little bit longer. You're not going to be able to be, you know, you're not going to have a whole lot of success being out and about if you're shy and introverted. Mm -hmm. But social media is the best thing that's ever happened to you folks because you can join groups. You know, Facebook, I mean, it's, it's hit or miss. I mean, there's some groups that are just like ratchet. And then there's groups like mine. So, <laughs> have like shameless emotion there, Shameless quality people, and it's not like so. You know, like those Facebook groups that are like that. And you're just like, uh, you know. But that's why building communities 
it's really important because you get to know each other and you break down those boundaries and then you feel more comfortable um, interacting. Because there's people like Sean, who I'm talking to, I think I talked to her once on the phone, ever. But we've been friends for close to five years. Twice. Twice on the phone. And she's shy. But she does really well, you know, interacting on social media. So what I would suggest for the introverted is up your social media game. You know, join groups with um, based on interests. You know, if you like anime, if you like, you know, heavy metal, if you like alternative stuff, like find those groups, not necessarily the scrolling groups. You know, you can be part of them and be, you know, dip in and out, but um, of course, join state, state, you know, be part of, you know, black and white. That's just a given, you know, join the forum. Okay? But join social media groups based on your interests and form relationships there to where you feel comfortable. Also, online dating is a boon for shy people. Yep. You know, um, right all over. So that means that, and, and, here's, and here's another trick that you can do, and I'm going to actually get into more detail because I want to train black women to do this. And from, from what I can tell, nobody is really doing this yet. When you're do, when you're on your these um these match you know making sites these online um, dating sites, men are not looking at your your essays. They want to see pictures. They they're visual. But I think black women should take it a step further because we have to shatter stereotypes. And what gave me the idea was as I do these YouTube. Um, conversations, I get notes from, from men who are like, oh my god, I had this impression about black women, and then I see you, and I'm like, oh my god, I was wrong. Here's what you do. You make a 30-second commercial about yourself. <laughs> Think about this. Anybody can do this. You put it on YouTube, you put it in private, but just say, hey, I'm Chris, you know, I'm Chris, and, you know, I'm, you know, this age, and I like to do this stuff. And instead of just, just like in the old days, how they had these boring videos with the gray backgrounds, and they're in a matchmaking service, and they're like, hi, I'm John, and I'm like, wine and long walks on the beach. No, I want you guys to go out and make videos of doing things that you like to do. You know, if I were single, I would be out, hey, I'm Chris, I love to garden. You know, I like to cook. This is my favorite, this is my signature dish. And, you know, and I, I like going to the beach, or I like yoga. Here, let me show you how I do a down dog and a headstand. Oh, <laughs> all of a sudden, they see you. And they're like, they get a glimpse of who you are in your 30-second commercial for yourself. And if you don't think that you're going to stand out by doing that, and I'm actually going to make an example of it, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on making, producing a 30-second commercial of myself. <laughs> As if y'all don't see enough of me. <laughs> Just so you can kind of understand where I'm, I'm, I'm getting. Do you guys... What do you guys think about that? Yes, please. That would be yeah. good. Because I got... Brilliant. Yes. I mean, it works. 
And the I thing mean, is, you know, if, if you taking it a step further, if men are visual, they're gonna watch it thirty, not too long, you know, thirty seconds a minute. They can see, and and what you can do is, you your best attributes, live, basically in real time. So that sets you apart from legions of other women, because nobody's doing this yet. I have a feeling there'll be a lot of people doing. It. It just seems so elementary, and once people realize, oh, well, you know, I put a video on myself doing all the things that I love to do, surfing and hiking and all this other stuff, and now I get 30 requests a day, people will start doing it. So you be the first. And that's how you shatter stereotypes, because they get to hear you speak and see your personality. And all of a sudden, you're not just the, you know, the black chick, you know, oh, I saw... I saw a black woman once on, you know, Real Housewives, and you know what I mean. Oh god! Especially if you're in Kansas, you know. No offense, but you're in Kansas, honey. I know. It's bad. There's certain perceptions that you're going to have to overcome, and I feel like with a video of yourself, a commercial of yourself being your best you, is is going to set you apart. And doesn't have to be professional. You just, and then if you're shy, you just, you at least you're doing phone, it, and you can you know? retake it, and you can do it until you feel comfortable. And it's what you want. And not be worried about feeling any sort of sense of rejection, because while you may be rejected, you won't know who's rejecting you. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You guys, I gotta go. My tongue is dry. I've been talking. I'm like. <laughs> what's that? Wait, whoa, whoa. Where's your? Where, right, where's you your? Uh, answer, you guys. Up. I don't. I don't want to go before you guys feel like. I really appreciate the thirty-second video. I've never actually seen that on a dating site. It's brilliant! Is it not just the most brilliant? And I could see you doing that. Uh, most most dating sites do I have just a, not a realize you're on it. Photos, they do have video. <laughs> Are you late? <laughs> I was like, well, when I just like, butterfly, and then you had this. I see it. It's this anime, and I was like, me on top. I don't know. And now I just realized who she is. Anime is my friend. She's always from very, like, very, like, high participation. Gorgeous, yeah. gorgeous woman. I can totally see you doing the same thing. You need to yeah, hook I'm, up with Tracy Renee. Now. Hook up with Tracy Renee. You guys are in the same area and have her put you through the 30 second video. Okay. And who is that? Tracy Renee. <laughs> Tracy Renee Jones is one of um is one of our bloggers and she's very outspoken about her sexuality. Um, but she's just one of those people that she is a master flirt. Yeah, she's a uh, flirt. Oh my god. I'm definitely gonna have to get on that one. Yeah. It was brilliant. I caught mm -hmm. it on, I, I caught it on camera. It was brilliant to watch. We were we were outside of the bar, you guys. And Chrissy Chrissy's a cute girl, but like we're you're in New York. There's lots of cute women. But Tracy gives off this energy where men would just stop me. Anime, you remember? They were just stopping. I remember. Her, looking at her, looking back at her, because 
she just had this, her flirt game was so, I mean, I was like. The eye contact smile thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and she just, she just, is, she has no shame. You know, she just is like, you know, and then if there's a rejection, she just kind of like, she doesn't, she just lets it roll off. But she's one to watch. Like, I would, if I were you, you're in her area, like, take her out for drinks, Anime. Take her out. You can learn so much from her. I was, just, I, I mean, there was like, how many guys stopped to talk to her? Three or four. Three or four. And then how many other guys who didn't stop but just stared and looked and slowed down as they walked past yes. because she was connecting with them? I, I'd say like 20 guys. Wow. I learned a lot just from, from that, that special day. Yeah. You guys need to you guys need to look that up. I'm gonna see if I can find that find that video. And I'll, I'll post it on the fan page and in the Google Plus so that everybody can see it because that was like a year or so. That was like last summer. Um, I think no, it was last summer. summer. It must have been the summer before last. Because mm. I didn't. Wow. <laughs> but I'm gonna come out there again in July for a conference. So we have oh. to be together again. I would love that. <laughs> All right, ladies, you beauties. It's time for me to get my. I'm old, so I need to. I need to go and get some. <laughs> I, Stop right. saying you old because I'm older than you. So. Right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. 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 Good night.